It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome to A to Z Sports, powered by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is St. Pete Sam uh, down there in St. Pete, uh, Florida. Uh, Sam Phelan, our Titans reporter at A to Z Sports. Dot com. Make sure you follow us all over social media because we are Nashville's on-demand sports talk network going live every weekday morning at 8 central time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Links to the show segment by segment on our Twitter timeline and hit us up on Instagram and um, on TikTok for more great Titans coverage. Got to thank our sponsors because they truly do make it happen for us and they help out all of you like Wilson County Hyundai, wilsoncountyhyundai.com is where to go to make them a part of your new car buying process. Uh, the Bone & Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Farm Bureau Health Plans, get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans, but our coverage rates and service at fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. The Aura app, keeping you safe online and getting a two-week free trial when you sign up with Aura with our link, aura.com slash A-T-O-Z. And Krebs Kubota, an elite Kubota dealer, uh, in Middle Tennessee with three locations in Murfreesboro, Franklin, and in Columbia online at KrebsKubota.com. So, Sam, uh, you're in St. Pete. We'll talk about your activities uh, that you'll be doing after the show today. Uh, also, see Rooney says Sam got a haircut. And then I'm yeah. seeing uh, Devin ask if uh, – I wonder if Sam brought those sunglasses or if you're just rolling I, to the beach without shades. I have, I have different ones, so I don't know – I don't know if I'm going to proceed to do the whole show with them, but I do have them handy <laughs> here. We're outside. We're prepared for the weather. I, I also saw another comment that said, Sam's not a hot weather guy. What's he doing in Florida? Well, believe it or not, middle of July, not as many people are like, yo, let's go to Banff, Canada. Like, that's where I would be right now. But, you know, people my age, they want to be at the beach. So I accommodate them. Yes. Uh, and hey, it's a lot better at the beach when it's 95 degrees because there's a nice beach ocean breeze there that you don't have that uh, nice breeze right, when you're sitting. It's in right there. The beach is right. You can't really see it. It's right there. So we're, we're walkable to it right now. Uh, I believe you. So we'll talk more about uh, Sam's beach activities and ocean activities coming up towards the end of the show. But this DeAndre Hopkins uh, stuff continues to heat up, Sam. Uh, and, you know, Jack and I talked about it yesterday about, uh, you know, Michael Lombardi talking about the Titans as the favorites right now. And he expects the Titans Jerron Davenport had a really strong um, percentage, 60 to 65% chance that the, that the Titans do sign DeAndre Hopkins. We talked about that yesterday. Uh, Sam, my percentage was 45% chance the Titans signed DeAndre Hopkins. What would you put yours at right now? Um, you know, cause Jack was at 70, you know, TD was at 60 to 65. I was at 45. Yeah. Where are you? Where are you at at this point? I'm up closer to Jack and TD. Uh, I've just kind of had this weird feeling throughout the whole summer that this felt like a situation that was best for both the Titans and DeAndre Hopkins. And as this has sort of played out, as we've gotten closer to training camp, and as really a deadline, the clock is ticking on D Hop to make a decision here. As it's getting closer. 
and no teams get involved. Like we haven't seen Kansas City make a push. We haven't seen Buffalo make a push. We haven't seen him take another visit other than Tennessee or New England. I've started to really gain momentum towards the Titans being the best fit and where I feel like he would end up. So I'd probably be close to 70, 75% as well. Like I think right now I have a lot of confidence that this is going to get done, especially after hearing that the Titans are the more aggressive team. Like this is what we know it's going to come down to suitors. The Titans are one of really two serious ones at this point and money. The Titans have at least been reported to be the more aggressive team in their financial offer. I think they're the most desperate team. I think they need him more than any other team that's in the you know sweepstakes right now. And for that reason, they're probably the most motivated team to get, get a deal done and pay him a little bit of extra money. Yeah, and that's basically what uh, Michael Lombardo mentioned is that the Titans have the most motivation. And I think the word or the phrase he used was the Titans he, th- he thinks are more willing to stretch to get this thing done with DeAndre Hopkins. So that all happened earlier in the week, right? The Mike Reese report about more aggressive, the Michael Lombardi saying, yeah, I think it's going to happen. And then yesterday, all of a sudden, uh, you know, we are a bet MGM show and we are true and true bet MGM. I've got my black and gold on this morning, but on the DraftKings sportsbook, DeAndre Hopkins odds to the Tennessee Titans went from plus 500 to minus 300. And I think, Sam, that is such a massive jump that you don't really see all that often to where there's got to be a reason for this. And so, you know, for me, like seeing it go from plus 500, which is long odds, like rarely will that happen. That is a, uh, you know, a a bet that you're just going to sprinkle a little bit on and you'll be pleasantly surprised if it hits, but you're not expecting it to hit to minus 300. That is, I'm not even going to bet that. Like that's not even worth putting up money at minus 300 too much juice uh, right there for DeAndre Hopkins. But you know, what was your reaction when you saw that 800 point shift from plus 500 to minus 300 uh, on, uh, on the odds uh, yesterday? Yeah. I mean, it's really interesting because your immediate reaction has to be, Oh, what is Vegas? No. Right. Like Vegas has to know something that would cause that big of a jump. Like these, Odds makers are, you know, as plugged in as, as in the know as just about anybody in the game right now. So uh, that is my initial reaction. But then you start to remember all the times that Vegas has had their lines move just to have it go another direction, right? I mean, we saw Will Levis get his odds bumped up to be number one overall, basically to about even money right before the NFL draft because of a Reddit thread that mm-hmm. turned out to be complete bull crap as Will Levis falls into the second round. We saw this with, uh, I mean, and then you saw it the other way where they did know something with CJ Stroud going number three overall uh, started to be like a, a minus 200 minus 250 yeah. thing right before the Texans traded for the pick and then selected CJ Stroud at that selection. So I mean, you want to assume people know something, but we've seen it move in the past for absolutely no good reason. So uh, it's a toss. Like, it, I'm not sure it does anything for me in terms of making me feel like this is guaranteed to happen or a lock to happen. This is just taking it for what it's worth right now. Yeah, and so, you know, it takes a, why do betting lines move? It's because a lot of money comes in on one direction, but I don't think there's really any amount of money 
that's being placed on DeAndre Hopkins to the Titans for it to be moving from plus 500 to minus 300. Yeah, did Mattress absurd. Mac get involved? Did Mattress Yeah, that's Mac what somebody just said up. that in the chat. Yeah, Lucas, uh, did Mattress oh, yeah, Mac make a million-dollar bet <laughs> right on cue there? He hit up his, uh, Houston boy, his old Houston connection, D-Hop, found out what the scoop was, and Mattress Mac maybe got, got in on the action, yeah. Yeah, so it, it does feel like there's connections and there's a lot of people talking. There's the Mike Reese report. There's uh, with Michael Lombardi, Tehran's uh, 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 60 to 65% confidence level. It does feel like things are, are swinging very quickly um, to the Tennessee Titans. And Ryan brings in his super chat. This feels too much uh, like the clowny situation. I don't think that's a good thing. Uh, I mean – I was going to ask you, like, what is, where do you think Ryan's getting at with that connection? What is, what is like the clowny situation here? Um, I would expect, I guess I'm thinking Ryan's probably saying the clowny situation where it drug on all off season long and it got done at the 11th hour and everybody was so excited about it, but it completely fell flat and the Judavian clowny wasn't living up to expectations. I guess that's what I think. Ryan saying, I don't agree. I think DeAndre Hopkins is a more productive player than Judavian Clowney really ever has been. Clowney has just been more of flash and more of just yeah. like upside of like, oh my gosh, this guy is unblockable, but he never really got sacks. He never really created the turnovers like he wanted him to. Where DeAndre Hopkins just goes out there and gets buckets. Like DeAndre Hopkins just does get production. That's all he's done in his career. So I, I get the, the hype and the timeline connection and plus the Vrabel connections of former Texan Vrabel uh, of Judavian Clowney. I just don't think the players are the same when you're making those comps. Yeah. I mean, I've been pretty adamant from the start that I think this Deandre Hopkins situation is very different from the situations I think Titans fans are naturally going to compare it to. You're going to compare it to Clowney because it got dragged out right up until training camp uh, and then was underwhelming. You're going to compare it to Julio because it's an older wide receiver that comes in as the quote unquote savior of the team that you really think is going to be the boost on offense just to have injury problems and not really be relevant or around much. But I think DeAndre Hopkins is different. I think this is a different situation. Uh, I think he's much better than both of those players are. I think he has a lot more in the tank. Um, and I, I think it's a unique, fortunate circumstance that the Titans are in a, a position to potentially sign him because so many other teams already have rosters built, their cap space accounted for. Um, and the Titans are one of the few teams that were saying we desperately need a number one. And then one of them became available. Yeah. Uh, and says, uh, Trevor says it isn't the same. We had AJ Titans had AJ when they had Julio. So there, you know, there's all of that conversation in comp too. I just think you know, he's I a also... better player though. Like when we've been over what Hopkins was on pace for last season, a couple times now, but like, I really believe he has, elite football left in him yeah so if deandre hopkins were to go to new england were to go to tennessee were to go to kansas city anywhere and kind of fall flat on his face i would be very very surprised right now like i don't think yeah. it's a hail mary it's yeah i i'm with you uh, so adam says timeline wise when do you think this would get done so adam i don't know if adam was on our email 
uh, in the, for the show planning this morning. But Adam, that's our question to everybody uh, because this does feel like the DeAndre Hopkins situation is heating up for sure. So here's our question. When do you think DeAndre Hopkins will sign with a team? When do you think DeAndre Hopkins will sign with a team? We'll get to all of your answers here uh, shortly on this. But uh, Sam, could you tell us about the uh, Bone and Joint Institute? I can't tell you about the Bone and Joint Institute. You can visit them out in Franklin or at boneandjointtn.org. They are the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Whenever you get hurt in life, you have to know who to trust, and you can trust the Bone and Joint Institute. Go see them out in Franklin. They have a state-of-the-art rehab facility to assist in your recovery, and they can do if you don't have to worry about driving all over the place to go to your different appointments, you've got a clinic, you've got rehab, you've got surgery, imaging, testing. It's all in the same place out in Franklin, as reliable and trustworthy as it gets. The best in the game and the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care, boneandjointtn.org to schedule an appointment. All right. Also with BetMGM, I'm rocking my BetMGM shirt today. That's because they got me. Uh, last night, I, I picked um, the USA soccer to win. They didn't win, or they, they drew, I believe, so I lost that bet. Also picked Nashville SC to win. They lost to Philly 2-0. Uh, so lost those bets, which means I'm rocking the BetMGM shirt uh, the following show. That's how I play it here. But you can win big with BetMGM and the first bet offer with our bonus code ATOZ Sports. That's ATOZ Sports when you sign up with the BetMGM app for the first time, and you get up to $1,000 back. In bonus bets, if your first bet misses, so it's a great opportunity right there for BetMGM uh, with code ATOZ Sports when you sign up. So, Sam, uh, we are talking today about the betting odds for DeAndre Hopkins on other sports books. BetMGM does not have props like that. That's not their business. That's not their game to have these, uh, you know, these more carnival style props. But uh, we do have the the number that DeAndre Hopkins went from plus five hundred to minus 300 in a span of a day. So we asked the question, everybody, as it feels like it is heating up, and I've got the heating up graphic down there for Hop for all of our NBA Jam fans. When do you think DeAndre Hopkins will sign with the team? That's our first question to get you guys more involved this morning. When do you think DeAndre Hopkins will sign with the team? Sam, I'll send you to the chat. Trevor S. thinks it's going to be right before camp. Uh, Michigan Titans says it's going to be a week into camp. Steven thinks it'll come after the preseason, like maybe in that wow. dead week right before the regular season, and that's a long ways away. Yeah. Uh, next like week, September. the deal will be done. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a ways away. Teddy says next week a deal is going to be done. Richie says next week. Billy says next week. Uh, Roy says training camp. Andre says the week after training camp. Jonathan says within the next week and a half, which is just about leading up to training camp here, we're about right. two weeks, a little less than two weeks away. Um, it'll be a Friday, says Lucas Burks. Uh, a week <laughs> or so, says Michael Snyder. What an insane, like, call. Call your shot, I mean, Lucas Burks. <laughs> tomorrow's Friday, right? Hey. Like, and, and, and I do feel like everybody hates the Friday news dumps. I, I feel like the Cardinals cut DeAndre Hopkins on a Friday afternoon. Uh, which sucks for all of the content people like us, but Hey, it, you know, I, I hope not Lucas, but you know, you're probably onto something there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, by the first <laughs> Jill, week of training real quick, camp. Jill, sorry, real quick. Jill says the day before the all trivia show, <laughs> I'm sure 
I'm sure that's <laughs> that's the best comment because that's exactly what how it's gonna go. That's what that's what we need to do. If Titans fans out there are getting impatient and they're like, "Look, we need we need to know. Like, we're done with the talk. We want to know. We'll just schedule a trivia show, and you can." Yeah. Uh, pretty much guaranteed that Hopkins is going to sign. Trivia next Thursday, okay? Next Thursday, uh, let's just book it now because you and right. uh, – never mind. Max out uh, next Thursday. I'm looking at my calendar. Uh, so mm. next next Tuesday or Wednesday. We can make trivia next, happen next Tuesday or Wednesday, okay? That works. All right. We got a lot of next week comments from a lot of right. people coming in here. Tighten up says next two to three weeks. July 19th is a very specific call from Nathan here. Uh, so I don't know the people all over the place. I'm surprised Austin, a, a couple people maybe think he's going to wait until into training camp to sign. That's kind of a, a, that would surprise me. I don't know about you if it was. That yeah. Late. Yeah. You know, let's, let's, let's go ahead and play the Lombardi uh, video again. Cause Sam, uh, you were traveling some yesterday. I'm not sure if you got that, uh, but we'll play the Michael Lombardi uh, on D-Hop and the Titans situation of what he expects here and, and kind of get to your answer about when you think uh, this could happen with D-Hop. You think that we get this third team that gets into the fray here, or is it just going to come down to New England or Tennessee and he's pretty much waiting till training camp to sign? Oh, I think there's more than one, two teams in it. I just don't think the third team's going to pay. I mean, I could see Buffalo being in it. I could see Kansas City being in it. I could see any team that wants to get a bargain for a slot receiver in it, but I don't think they're going to get this the, get the market to drive it up. You know, and I think he's going to have to rely on a receiver getting injured or a team becoming desperate. I think the only team he'll get more money out of will be Tennessee because Tennessee certainly could use him. They need him. They don't have enough skill, enough. they don't have enough explosiveness offensively. They certainly could use him. Yeah, and Mike Reese is reporting that the Titans have been, quote, more aggressive to this point. So yeah. that goes in line with what you've been saying, that Tennessee could be the team that has the urgency to go ahead and sign him there. Uh, if you had your best guess, do you think he ends up in Tennessee or does he go to New England yeah. or even Tennessee is where he my, goes? My guess is it's going to be Tennessee because okay. I think Tennessee will pay. I think I think Tennessee will stretch a little bit here. Michael Lombardi clip that we played yesterday, Sam, what are your thoughts on – you know, he said he does think there's another team, but nobody's going to be able to compete with the financial offer that the Titans could potentially do. Yeah, I mean, he hit on a lot of the same things that I talked about on, uh, at the top of the show, right? The Titans are, in my opinion, the most desperate team right now for a wide receiver in terms of what they currently have in the room. Uh, their roster construction being veteran heavy, uh, the expiring contracts on Ryan Tannehill and Derrick Henry, and really a sense of urgency, it feels like, within the organization to win in 2023. Like, we haven't gotten the vibe all offseason, despite potentially thinking they might go that way, that the Titans have any interest in losing or rebuilding or, you know, not being competitive this season, this fall. And if that is the case, which we have every indication is the case, they have more motivation than anybody else to go and get DeAndre Hopkins. And if it really comes down to the financial offer, uh, you know, we don't know what's going on in those negotiations, but potentially Hopkins agent has said, look, it's going to take $10 million for him to sign. Whoever gets there for like, whatever it is, it, the Titans, I think should be the more motivated team which is why if it's coming sooner rather than later, 
it will probably be to the Titans, in my opinion. Now, there is a chance this thing drags out into training camp. If it hits training camp, that 75% number that I told you, Austin, goes way down because that's when you start having injuries. That's when you start having teams looking at what they have on the field and going, we need to make some adjustments. So Tennessee needs to get this done in the next two weeks. You don't want teams going to camp and creating space or need on their roster. Yeah, and that's a point that Jack and I made yesterday is that, you know, two weeks from today, the Titans will hit the practice field for the second time in training camp and injuries start to happen in those first few days. And what, what kind of what we talked about yesterday, Sam, was <clears throat> there's like 20 to 22 guys around the league that Titans fans have their fingers crossed. Don't get hurt. Don't get hurt. Don't get hurt. Right. Because yeah. one of those 20 to 22 guys are an injury away from that team desperately needing Deandre Hopkins. So, <clears throat> and the Bengals got like three of those guys, but uh, so I, you know, it's curious to see how that'll play out. So, um, Sam, we asked the chat, when do you think this is going to happen? Because it does feel like it's heating up. What is your answer? When do you think DeAndre Hopkins will sign a contract with an NFL team, Titans or not Titans? I think it will be within the next week. I, I, I think it has to be. Like, I mean, I'm just trying to think if I'm Hop. I don't want to sign the day of training camp. I don't want to sign into training camp and have to move my life over to my new home for the season while training camp is going on and, and deal with all that. Like, I, I think some time to get settled, some time to, you know, move, get to the new city, uh, you know, get to know some teammates, get settled into the building and the area before you really get in there for training camp would be something that I find uh, attractive. I, I'd like to be there on day one. And in order to do that, I think DeAndre Hopkins needs to sign within the next week because Mike Vrabel's press conference, I believe, is the 25th or uh, the 27th, something around there. And then we've, I mean, you've got report day just a few days uh, around there. So we're really 10 days to 12 days away. Um, so DeAndre Hopkins, I think, gets this done within the next week. I, I don't see him dragging it out into camp personally. That's my, I don't know, that's the vibe that I've gotten. I would be surprised, but I, I think it, would, it will tell you a lot about what matters most to him. It, is it destination that is the most important thing, or is money and opportunity important? Because if money and opportunity is really what he's looking to get out of his free agency here. I think he has his best two options on the table already in Tennessee and New England. All right, interesting. So you think within the next week, which means that uh, we, if we put trivia on uh, Tuesday or Wednesday, that that's a likely case that DeAndre Hopkins will pull the trigger to have us punt trivia for another uh, opportunity. So um, <clears throat> I'm looking, uh, you know, Kenny says this week, uh, DeAndre Hopkins is coming and will join with the Titans right there. Uh, Malachi says no visits since New England. I don't think he's in a hurry. Um, you know, I think that's interesting there too. Orlando says he will sign the 23rd uh, of July. Both teams have pressers on the same day. So Orlando's looking at camp schedules. So let me just pull you know, up Mike, my calendar Mike, again. Mike Vrabel speaks, I believe, the 23rd. Hold Maybe on. the twenty third is a is a Sunday. Mike Vrabel yeah, does not speak not, on a Sunday. It's not a Sunday. No, I think Mike Vrabel. Like... Mike Vrabel speaks July twenty fifth at eleven thirty Central Time. I've got it down right here. 
Uh, so, so it's a I, Wednesday. I know that. Yeah, and so I don't know or if the, I don't know when Bill Belichick's having his start of uh, training camp presser or not. But yeah, I. So I'll get to my answer here in a little bit because I I feel I have some confidence in what I feel like this is trending here. So again, the question we're asking, you guys can still get your answers in. When do you think DeAndre Hopkins will sign with a team? When do you think DeAndre Hopkins will sign with a team? But first, let me tell you guys about Krebs Kubota. If you need any equipment uh, for your property, for your home projects, applications, whatever you've got, Krebs Kubota is the place to turn if you're a Middle Tennessee, and they've got three locations in Franklin, Columbia, and in Murfreesboro, there are an elite Kubota dealer. What does it mean to be an elite Kubota dealer? That means you get the best equipment in the industry with the Kubota line. You also get all the perks that comes with having a Kubota uh, power unit or Kubota industry equipment too. You get the best warranties in the industry. No other equipment line can touch the Kubota warranties, and nobody else can touch the Kubota service. And then you add the Krebs to it and nobody can touch the people business that they are in and making sure that you are taken care of and find the right instruments, the right Apple, Apple, uh, Apple in, in, in implementations and the right power units uh, for your project. Big or small, you need a trimmer, a new mower, or if you need to bail some hay, Krebs Kubota has you covered right there. An elite Kubota dealer with locations across the mid-state serving middle Tennesseans for 18 plus years in Columbia, Franklin, and in Murfreesboro online KrebsKubota.com. Today's show is powered by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Use the bonus code on your screen. That's A-T-O-Z sports to get up to $1,000 back in the form of a bonus bet. If your first bet doesn't win, that's the best way to do sports gambling is when every game and every play means more with BetMGM and the risk is limited because you can get money back uh, up to $1,000 in the form of a bonus bet if your first bet doesn't win. So place that wager on betmgm.com and the BetMGM app. All right, Sam. So we're asking the question, when do you think DeAndre Hopkins will sign with a team? Because it does feel like this thing is heating up. Uh, as you know, this week you've had the Mike Reese, the Titans are more aggressive. Uh, you've got Mike Lombardi saying, yeah, I think it's the Titans. And then uh, early midweek, uh, DraftKings has the Titans being plus 500 to minus 300. Whew. All right. Here's, here's what I think. Sam, I'm on a 100-hour watch or less. I, I, wow. think, I think this – I think there's a possibility, a strong possibility that Monday morning we are discussing DeAndre Hopkins and his decision that he has made. I'm on a 100 hours or less watch for DeAndre Hopkins. So it's bad news friends, there. I got about guys 100 and girls, hours left and – Yep. Keep your head on a swivel. And that, that is just my gut on where I think this is at. I think, I just think that nothing has happened enough outside of the Titans and Patriots for DeAndre Hopkins to continue his waiting. I think it's a 100 hours or less watch for DeAndre Hopkins. And so look, we'll, we'll see how it plays out now. I, you know, I hope it's like Lucas was saying at an advantageous time for us. Um, so I hope it's either today um, or Sunday. <laughs> I don't want it to be Friday afternoon. I don't want it to be Saturday. I'd rather it be 
today or Sunday, but I do think a 100 hour or less watch uh, for DeAndre Hopkins. And so Chris Stress says, uh, why you gotta do that to us? I mean, look, I, I didn't tell, I didn't say Sam, yeah, go to the beach for four days and DeAndre Hopkins is going to sign while you're there. That's just how things might play out. I think, I, I, feel. I, think I made a joke a couple weeks ago to you too. I was like, we were hearing, yeah, it might, might not be anytime soon. Might be closer to camp. I said, watch me be like, I'm going to be on a wakeboard. I'm going to be, I'm going to be swimming with sharks and DeAndre Hopkins is going to sign. And then my whole world's going to turn upside down. This is, I got about a hundred hours left as St. Pete, Sam. And you're mm-hmm. saying that probably within a hundred hours, we might be seeing, uh, what would his nickname be? If he was uh, a Titan or a Patriot? Well, like, uh, D, uh, music city nuke. Is that what we're, I, I don't <laughs> new, new, new city, I, music city. Uh, I'm trying to be honk hop. I like that one better. That's the, that's I hate the one right there. I hate honky tonk hop. It has the alliteration that we're all going to love, but I absolutely despise it. Cause I despise what it represents. Yeah. I mean, he's already got his nicknames. He's good. I was just trying to, if I'm St. Pete, Sam, he's got to be something. Yeah. Uh, right. I, 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 interesting. Um, so how do you feel about my, Ooh, Nukesville. Oh, Andre coming in big time. Nukesville. No. Yeah. That's it right there. That. Yeah. I'm not even going to try to do anything for Boston. Zach would sit there and call that Nuxville right now. And then, you know, try and figure out how to say NUK. I don't think he's gotten there yet. He's still struggling with the nickname. Uh, How, how do I feel about your one, 100 hour diagnosis? Uh, Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me. Like we've got, I agree with what you said. We keep hearing and you like other teams could be involved. Other teams could be involved. Well, where is the action? Like, where is the visit? Where is the offer? Where is the roster space that would need to be created? Where's the cap space that would need to be created for Kansas City or Buffalo or some of these other teams that are these Super Bowl contenders? Like, is it possible DeAndre Hopkins takes $2 million to go ring chase? Yeah, I mean, like, sure, maybe in today's sports world, but... I don't think there's been enough movement there for me to view that as a realistic possibility, uh, which comes back to what I said off the top of the show. Like, I think this is Titans and Patriots. The longer it goes, that could potentially be a thing. I thought Cleveland was a great destination. I haven't heard anything from them really since the initial report that they could be involved. Like Cleveland hasn't done anything to bring in Hopkins, bring him in for a visit or anything. So like, I just, if there was another third team that was going to make a push here, why would they have not done so already or brought him in for a visit? Or why wouldn't DeAndre Hopkins camp floated out strong enough to raise the price from the Titans and Patriots? Cause like, Sam, I don't remember what day we made this, but it's been a couple of weeks since we had this conversation about the Browns and Panthers now rumored to be in on DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, it's July 13th. We didn't do shows for the first 10 days of July. So that was definitely in the last week or maybe even before that in June, it has been a solid two plus three weeks since we had the Browns conversation. Yeah. And I thought, I thought we were going to hear more of that quite honestly, is I thought Cleveland or Carolina or another team 
was going to enter the mix as this dark horse. I mean, to this point, it was a rumor, and that's all it was. And like you said, rumors around the National Football League or really any sports league come from somebody for a reason, for a cause. Like DeAndre Hopkins would benefit from floating out a team's interest in him or taking another visit because it could drive up his price and get him more money. So the fact that that hasn't happened, I think, can show you that the interest elsewhere is pretty limited and it is a two-horse race right now. I, I would be surprised if we saw differently when the decision comes down. Yeah. Uh, Bork says, y'all need to write Hopkins a thank you letter for giving A to Z a consistent offseason topic. That is Look, true. Man, it is I, true. It, but but there, there's one every year, guys. Like this is this year, it's the DeAndre Hopkins summer. Last year, it was Traylon Burks is fat and out of shape and maybe has asthma summer. The year before that was Julio's edition. Uh, the year before that was COVID. So we had everything. Is the season going to happen or not? The year before that was Jeffrey Simmons' draft pick and they signed Tannehill. And then, you know, is Marcus Mariota going to be the guy? Like, so there, and then the year before that was Mike Vrabel was hired. So there's always, always a dominating offseason storyline. And DeAndre Hopkins has absolutely just smothered anything else that it comes to, you know, talking Titans. And I, I know, I don't know if Kane is in here today. I don't think Kane is here today because if he was, he'd be louder. But Kane is always hating on us for talking about DeAndre Hopkins. But it, it shows the analytics show that d- you guys care about DeAndre Hopkins a lot more than you care about other topics for the Tennessee Titans. Um, and so well, that's it just matters. Big- it's gonna it's gonna change the course of the season, like what his decision is in the next hundred hours, according to you, or next couple weeks, however long it is. Like the outlook on twenty twenty three is different depending on what DeAndre Hopkins decides. So like Titans fans care, and they should care. Like it, it is a a major, major influence on how competitive I feel like the, the Titans can be this fall. Yes. Uh, and so Michael says, stay on the Hopkins talks. Look, we will be ready. Uh, if you go to a to Z sports.com on any given day, there is several multiple uh, Deandre Hopkins articles. We are making sure that we stay uh, on it when it comes to the D hop situation, just because look, that's, that's the biggest story uh, in the NFL right now is DeAndre Hopkins and his situation. So make sure uh, you guys stay tuned like you always do, but we'll see how that goes. And so uh, here's an, another good comment from uh, you guys is, uh, let me see if I can, oh, Michael uh, Billington says, camp hasn't started yet. Uh, so Malik versus Will Levis can't start yet. And I think that is going to be, if there was no DeAndre Hopkins storyline, then Malik Willis versus Will Levis would have dominated this summer. And so we still have a lot to break down uh, for that on top of Nicholas petit Frere's suspension, uh, the situation with Hassan Haskins. And so there's a lot of uh, other – look, the Titans are, are filled with storylines to the brim. And I think DeAndre Hopkins uh, unleashes or at least unlocks other conversations, but we kind of have to get past that first domino of DeAndre Hopkins. So, Sam, let, let's, let's move forward a little bit to a Will Levis conversation because we want to have these conversations and set the standards on this. So we'll do this for Will Levis. We'll also do this for Malik Willis. The question we're going to ask for both these guys, and today it's going to be Will Levis, what is the best case scenario for Will Levis this season? What is the best case scenario for Will Levis this season? Okay, so it's it, this is from a Will Levis perspective. This is not 
what is the Titans' best case scenario for Will Levis? This is a selfish Will Levis conversation we're going to try to have. What is the best case scenario for Will Levis in 2023? But first, let me tell you guys about Farm Bureau Health Plans. Hey, Farm Bureau Health Plans can be a best case scenario for you and your health coverage because they can help you save money and actually get better coverage while paying less for it. It happened to Zach. Zach saved 20% on his health coverage when he switched over to Farm Bureau Health Plans at the end, at the beginning of 2022. Uh, and he's been getting be- better coverage for that. Previously, he couldn't uh, go to the dentist for free on his plan. He had to pay out of pocket for that in his contacts. Farm Bureau Health Plans loops all that into his plan and he's paying a lot less money and it's making him happier, healthier, everything. Uh, as a self-employed person, it's tough to find. Uh, health coverage like that. And Farm Bureau Health Plan specializes in a bunch of different areas, including independent contractors, self-employed, entrepreneurs. Even if you're entering adulthood and you're about to turn 26 and have to have health coverage of your own, Farm Bureau Health Plans can help you out with that. Get started at their website. It's super easy. FBHP.com slash ATOZ. Today's show powered by BetMGM. They're the king of sports books and you can use that bonus code ATOZ Sports on the BetMGM app to get up to $1,000 back in the form of a bonus bet if your first bet doesn't win. Whenever you're getting involved in sports gambling, it's nice to have something to fall back on. It's nice to have a little insurance. BetMGM's got you covered. You use that bonus code ATOZ Sports. You place your first wager up to $1,000. And even if it loses, you're getting your money back in the form of a bonus bet. Get another shot at winning big. With BetMGM, they're the king of sports books. Get with them today at BetMGM.com. All right, Sam. So the question we're asking today right now about Will Levis is, what is the best case scenario for Will Levis this season as a rookie? So we're not talking about what the Titans would want. We're talking about from his perspective, what is the best case scenario from Will Levis? Uh, Sam, do you have some uh, comments to get to? Yeah, we can go to the chat real quick. Trevor says he sits behind Tannehill all year uh, and only plays in blowouts. Uh, Andre says he's traded to the Buccaneers. I don't know about that one, but it'd be a good scenario for him, I guess. Yeah, you can be a starter. Uh, That he wins the backup job, says uh, Jonathan. Deshaun says a Tannehill injury. Uh, Jason, with a little bit of a sarcastic one here, says he signs a contract. Will Levis has not signed his rookie contract yet, so uh, waiting on that. Uh, Let's see. uh, He goes to Tampa, said Curtis as well. Best case for him is the Titans cut Malik Willis. Amar says that he's the third QB behind Malik. Steven says rookie of the year would be the best case scenario. Um, Let's see. Sits behind Tannehill. uh, Sits all year behind healthy Tannehill. Logan says he gets to start eight games. Uh, there's an injury or a benching of Ryan Tannehill, says Assad, that he shows flashes, says tighten up. Um, backup QB in the best case. So, yeah, I mean, we're kind of all over the map, but I, I'm surprised a lot of people are saying the best case for, for Levis is that he's the backup to Ryan Tannehill. Austin, I think the best case for Will Levis is that he becomes the starting quarterback in some capacity, whether that be off of merit, off of injury, off of the Titans not being competitive. I think your ideal Will Levis rookie season, that's also realistic, would be he beats out Malik in training camp for the backup Mm -hmm. job. 
he is sitting behind Ryan Tannehill as the backup to start the season. And either because of an injury, because the Titans are four and nine and not looking competitive or, you know, he just based off of merit and the team needing to see what he's got in him. Will Levis is able to start four or five games at the end of the season. And in those games, looks like your clear answer at quarterback for the future. Like I I think, and we talked about this two days ago on Tuesday, I believe about how uh, figuring out your future at quarterback is one of the couple ways the Titans can have a successful 2023 season. I think it's the necessity this season. And so will let us one way or another needs to figure out how to be number three that you see on that screen. He needs right. to figure out how to make Mike Vrabel and Rand Carthon believe going into next off season, Will is the starting quarterback and we believe in him moving forward. Yeah, I think uh, everything starts with him convincingly winning the backup job over Malik. And, uh, you know, from what we saw in the spring, he's not doing that right now. I think it's very, very split between Malik and Will uh, for those for that job. And I, I think that's going to be fantastic to watch throughout training camp. And I'm excited to kind of see what these guys look like. How is the decision-making for Will Levis going to continue to play out uh, when more live practice reps are flying and he's just not looking good in shorts and a t-shirt throwing to open targets. Uh, so yeah. I, I think the, I, I kind of agree with you, Sam. I think if you're, if we're looking at this, like we're trying to do from a Will Levis uh, vision standpoint, from his perspective, I think it's not needing to start a game until Thanksgiving, right? I think Thanksgiving, if I were Will Levis, I want to make sure that I can sit, watch, feel behind Tannehill, and then around Thanksgiving to the last five or six games of the year, start to get some in-game opportunities where I kind of know what I'm getting into. And so I, I think that's the best-case scenario for Levis. Wait, sit, and then maybe something happens with the season where the playoffs are out of reach like we've been talking about, and Will Levis gets live game starts reps to prove, like you're saying, because the end result needs to be Will Levis is the guy for 2024. And the Titans don't even have to think about re-signing Tannehill. They can just move forward with that plan. I think I think that's the best case scenario. Yeah, JR with an interesting, I mean, he disagreed with my takes as it isn't in his best interest to start his rookie season. He can start preseason, he added. Uh, an interest, like, I don't hate that opinion. I mean, I think we talked about this with Levis and really any of the quarterbacks coming out of the draft. If the Titans were going to go that way is do you sit them for a year? Do you develop them for a year? I do think this is just a unique situation with Ryan Tannehill's contract being up, but Ryan Tannehill also being a quality starting quarterback that I think it would benefit Will to at least get some game experience in the regular season uh, and show that he can be that guy. Although I, I'm, I would add too, what is the best case scenario for Will Levis? That DeAndre Hopkins signs a two-year deal with the Titans and not just the one-year deal and that he's on the team both this year and potentially next year for 
the year that you would hypothetically feel is Will Levis's year to start and you add a weapon. So that's another aspect of this is best case scenario is he has the pieces around him to succeed and you don't really feel like you're just throwing the kid in the fire. I mean, Zach has this opinion, right? And we talked about this a lot going into the draft that if you're going to draft a quarterback, the Titans aren't in a position to draft and start a quarterback in 2023. He felt like, because you've got offensive line problems, you've got wide Mm -hmm. receiver problems, and it's not productive to the player's development. So you have to add in there, the Titans need to make sure that if they are playing either Malik or Will Levis in the games, that they are games that can be productive and helpful for their development and not just them being overwhelmed. Yeah, totally. And, and I, that kind of goes along to an opinion that I have about a, a former highly drafted quarterback on this team that I'll kind of dive into. Uh, again, going through what is the best case scenario for Will Levis. I did see some some comments too that uh, kind of perked my interest that I'll get to in a second. But first, the Aura app can keep you safe online. And if you want to do that, you can sign up with our link and get a two-week free trial with Aura. That's Aura.com slash ATOZ. They will automatically submit you out of those uh, lists that data brokers get a hold of to, to give you spam calls, robo calls, junk mail in your email and, and your actual mailbox. Aura does a fantastic job of that. They did that for me, ridded my life of 30 data brokers in about five or six days after I signed up. It takes two or three minutes to sign up. And then what does Aura do? They continue to protect you. Password management. If you have a leaked password that goes out there in the internet, Aura will send you a notification to your phone and say, hey, such and such password leaked. You might want to change it. Like, oh, cool. Thanks. And then you go do it. It's great. Like you never think to change your password until it's too late. Well, Aura's on your team to protect you online. I've done it. Sam's done it. Zach's done it. Andrew, our sales guy's done it. Aura's great. Aura.com slash ATOZ for a two-week free trial when you use that link, Aura.com slash ATOZ. Today's show powered by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Use the bonus code ATOZ Sports. Get up to $1,000 back in the form of a bonus bet if your first bet doesn't win with the king of sportsbooks. Go on BetMGM.com or the BetMGM app to place that first wager and make sure you use the code ATOZ Sports. 21 years of age or, age or older to wager, Tennessee only. Customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. First online real money wager only. Rewards issued is non withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. For problem gambling support, call the Tennessee Red Line at 800 889 9789. All right. So, talking about Will Levis in his best case scenario, because I, I think both of us kind of agree that it's sit, 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 and then maybe start towards the end of the year to prove. Uh, to the coaching staff and the whole organization that he can be the starter in 2024. So Devin responded to that saying to me saying, so best case is that the Titans suck and then you start him. Why keep Tannehill on the books then? Well, I think that's kind of the, you don't want to just wave the white flag on competing this season before the season begins, because I, I think most of us in this show agree that if the Titans do sign DeAndre Hopkins, the expectation is to make the playoffs. And so I don't think you make the playoffs without Ryan Tannehill. You didn't do it last year, but Ryan Tannehill made you the playoffs the the previous three years. He was the starter. Now winning playoff games is a completely different matter, but you have to be able to make the playoffs and your goal is to fight for a playoff spot until it is no longer an option. And so when you're looking at it from the Will Levis standpoint, you want him to start when playoffs are really no longer an option. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's one of the more interesting storylines that I think we might have to talk about later into the season when it becomes reality, when we start to understand what the Titans' record is, the situation within the division. Um, that's why the quarterback room, I thought, was a really interesting offseason topic. And the Titans didn't really waver. They never really wavered from the standpoint that Ryan Tannehill was the starter, that he was, you know, he's under contract right now. He's the starter right now. They didn't trade him during the draft. They've had him in the building. He was at, you know, all the voluntary workouts, even earlier into the offseason. And so he's going to be your starter. But it comes back to what we talked about a few days ago is, are you able to identify the future for 2024 if Tannehill's on your roster in 2023? And so making the playoffs is the goal if you sign DeAndre Hopkins. But if you make the playoffs, you're probably doing it because Ryan Tannehill is starting all of, if not a vast majority of the games. And what does that mean for the other two guys on your roster? Like, I, yeah. where do they go? Yeah, it's weird because it's it's going to be a limited sample size. There was another comment that I saw that I think is, I can't find it now, but talking about how regardless, if the, if things go right in the Titans' mind, for in the Titans' script for this season, uh, if you want to go with the NFL's rigged joke, it, then then Ryan Tannehill starts all the games and you don't see either of these young quarterbacks, but that just makes 2024 that much more difficult to say, okay, how how can you base a year of practice for Levis, two years of practice for Willis, and a limited in-game sample size to say, all right, here's what we're doing in 2024. That's tough. Uh, and then Devin adds, and they're probably going to let Henry walk next year there too. So yeah, it's it's a weird spot to be in because it's it's the whole have your cake and eat it too, rock in a hard place. Do you try to want to win or you want to rebuild? And if you want to try to win this year, then you might be hurting your future over the next three to four years. But they're trying to want to win. Like you they're can. trying. You're trying to do both at the same time, and like the yeah. sweet spot is obviously everybody uses this example, but it's what they did in Kansas City with Patrick Mahomes, where Alex Smith yeah. had you winning, 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 and you were in a great spot as an organization and then you kind of hit it right at the right time and knew when to move on and you knew when to kind of make the move the problem is making sure you're pushing the right buttons trying to do both at the same time is a very difficult thing to time up because you know you you keep Tannehill around too long you might have your a problem for yourself you push Tannehill out the door too soon you create a problem for yourself so it, it, it's about the timing of it and pushing the right button We'll see if the Titans are able to do that. Yeah, because Patrick Mahomes started the last game of the season for the Kansas City Chiefs his rookie year, um, and they didn't play him at to all. To be that fair, though, yeah, to be fair, but, like, and you, I've heard Travis Kelsey talk about this on podcasts before, is, like, you, according to Travis Kelsey, he could tell that Mahomes was special from practice through his rookie yeah. season. So, I mean, sure. that's that's the ideal scenario for Will Levis and for the Titans is that you're watching Will Levis grow in practices throughout this year where you're like, oh, yeah, he, he's going to be ready this time next, like, next year to be the guy. And it makes it a lot easier to make that decision and moving on from the veteran if what you see in practice is like, yeah, that's a dude. Uh, Patrick Mahomes had that. Do one of the Titans' yeah. young quarterbacks have that? I'm not sure yet. 
and and the Chiefs had the luxury of winning their division before the last week of the season to where it did not matter. They were hosting a playoff game, and Mahomes started that one. He didn't throw a touchdown pass in that game, but he threw for 284, uh, and then you started to think, okay, what can this be next year? And bang, all of a sudden it was great. Uh, so, you know, I think a lot of, yeah, and Roy brings up Steve McNair set out his first year and maybe some of his second year with the Oilers, but that was back in the mid-90s. The mid-90s and 2020s are very different in the NFL. You can win now with a rookie, but the Titans don't need to do that. And I think going back to my other opinion about former Titans quarterbacks that were drafted high is back in 2015, Sam, um, Zach and I were on the radio and the Titans held the second overall pick in the draft. And I did not necessarily want Marcus Mariota. I thought Leonard Williams, mm. the tackle out of USC, would have been the better pick. And my main reason why is because I didn't think the Titans were ready around any young quarterback and they were going to get him killed. Like they had a, go, that 2015 Titans roster was so sucky. Like if you just go look at the offensive line, you go look at the receivers and running backs outside of Delaney Walker. And, you know, maybe Nate Washington and maybe a couple others, they were a really, really crappy roster. And it ended up, yeah, Mariota got hurt. It had a great first game, but it was downhill from there. And Ken Wesenhunt sucked too as a head coach. But they they couldn't help him. And how much did that hurt Mariota's growth? I don't know. I think, I think Marcus Mariota would have always kind of had the same trajectory regardless because of his injury uh, situations. But, you know, I still think it was a fine, okay pick for the Titans to take Mariota. I was probably wrong in my take, but overall I was kind of right too that they weren't ready. And I think with Will Levis or Malik, we don't know what the offensive line is truly going to be. We think Traylon Burks and Shiga Conco and Kyle Phillips can be a really good young core of, of pass catchers, but we don't know. And yeah, Derrick Henry is very proven. So you know that, but outside of that, you don't, you have no idea what situation you're going to be putting these guys in. So you don't want to, get them crushed. And so I think it's kind of a similar situation of that's why the Titans would rather pay Ryan Tannehill $27 million this year to be that buffer at the, as the worst case scenario where the best case scenario is Tannehill takes you to the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. I, I we'll see. I, I mean, I think I'm watching out for what is it week 11? That was what you put on it. That Jags game week 11. That's I think that is the turning point. I think you were did a good job of identifying that early of like, we'll see where they're at at week 11. And then you have a tough decision to make. Yep. Yep. If they are out of the playoff picture um, after well, let's let me go. Oh, I'm on the wrong. Uh, no, I'm on the right schedule. Uh, so let, let's see exactly where that is. That is uh, they go. Yeah, at, at Jacksonville week 11, after that spot, are they still in it or are they kind of out of it? And you got to figure that out right there. Yeah, thanks for throwing up Because that. that's a good slate of games too. Like look at this slate of game that if, if you were putting Will Levis in or Malik Willis in, whoever ends up winning that backup role, Carolina, Indianapolis, Miami, two games against Houston, Se- Seattle, and Jacksonville. Like I, I think that's a good rookie friendly slate of games to be playing. You're not dealing with the AFC powerhouses or, you know, I mean, early in the schedule, Dallas, Chargers, Bengals, Raven, like those aren't fun games for a rookie quarterback. But you got to be out of it. Like not, if you're sitting there around 500, then you're looking at that slate thing. Tannehill can get you out of the hole, right? 
and it's it's all about because you've got to be the easiest games are later. So if you're at 500 through the hard part of the schedule, yeah, you send it like you're going. But yeah, yeah. So that I kind of believe that's that's where we're at here. Uh, A to Z Sports here live on this Tuesday. Sam is in St. Pete. Yeah, Matt says you on vacation at the beach. Sam is on vacation at the beach, but getting some work in here uh, for A to Z Sports because that's what Sam does. He works hard. And he does a good job at it. So uh, we're going to let Sam go and get on some jet skis after the show today. Yeah. And so that kind of leads, that leads us into our end of show topic because unfortunately the guys, the, uh, the magic bucket is back at Sam's place uh, in Nashville and not with him in St. Pete. It's also not at my house because I've completely forgot about that before Sam left. So here's our end of show topic question for today. What's the best ocean activity? What is the best ocean activity? Cause Sam is going on some jet skis uh, later this morning in St. Pete. Uh, so I wanted to ask you guys that question. But first, Wilson County Hyundai, they present our end of show topics uh, here. Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to turn for your new car buying process and go check out our friends Pain Bone in Lebanon or at wilsoncountyhyundai.com to help you out with that new ride. They can get you set up right there uh, once again in Lebanon or at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. So, uh, what is the best ocean activity? Um, how do we feel so, about how do we feel about Bork's comment here? We got a double pull for the magic bucket next week to make up for the missed one. Is that is that what we might have to do that? We might make it up to the people. I don't know. Like I don't know if we have enough slips in the magic bucket to do a double pull. I think we need to like schedule soon, maybe before training camp. I think we need to do like a magic bucket cleanse. I think we need to yep, do new, do. like all of these submissions that people have been DMing us. I think we need to write those down, get them in the magic bucket and do a, because every time I'm pulling now, we're like, yep. I'm pulling out something I've done before or so. So, yeah, yeah, I think we need, we definitely need to do that before training camp. So we only got like two more weeks to do that. So, all right, best ocean activity. So here's how Sam and I did this. Ocean activity, not beach activity. Beach activity is like drinking on the beach or like playing in the waves, like on the beach and on the, like the side, you know, where, where the waves come in. Um, we're talking about ocean, like in the water, where you can't stand, where you're out there in the water among the fishes and the sharks and the dolphins and the, the sea turtles and the sand dollars and the stingrays, right? Ocean activity, because... You're going jet skiing today, and yep. you're in St. Pete. So St. Pete, the Tampa area, I've been to Clearwater and St. Pete a couple times each. Great spots. And they have bay, and they have ocean. So are you doing jet skiing in the bay or jet skiing on the ocean? I'm not sure, to be honest oh. with you. This was not scheduled by me, so I'm, I'm going with the flow. I'm... You know, St. Pete Sam is, is a go-with-the-flow kind of guy, so I'm not sure exactly what the plan I just know that about an hour and a half from now, I will be on a jet ski in the water somewhere. Yes. So they have a – yeah, they have a bay hammer, and there's the ocean in the bay. And so I, uh, I love going on jet skis. Last summer, my wife and I's summer anniversary vacation trip, we went to the beach in South Florida. We signed up for jet skis. On the last day of our trip, I took the Florida jet ski, you know, driving license test, aced it, only missed one question, aced it, got like a 96. Then the uh, water was too choppy the next day. 
They said we mm. couldn't go out. They wouldn't let us do it. So it wasn't about me thinking it was too choppy because I like the choppiness. The company said, nope, no jet skis today. You can try to come back tomorrow. And I said, bro, tomorrow I'm going to be flying back to Nashville. And so I, I aced my test for no reason. So I, I'm missing out on jet skis because I, I got robbed of it last, last year. So uh, I hope you have fun on your jet ski. But what is your best ocean, well, your favorite uh, ocean activity? I, like I, I'm gonna be honest. I this is a bad take. Maybe I, I, I don't, I don't think I've done any of them. Like I, I haven't had too many ocean excursions in my life. Like so, you brought up like actually being deep into the water. Things like parasailing, things like wakeboarding, things like jet skiing. Like I haven't done those. So I am very much a, a rookie when it comes to the ocean. The ocean scares me a little bit. Even something like I. I, I've never been fishing. I would like to go fishing at some point. And like deep sea fishing would maybe be pretty fun, but I, I don't know at all. So like, I really have to defer to chat here. I guess I'll say jet skiing because that's what I'm about to do, but I, I have to defer to chat and for whatever they think is the best one. Cause I am a novice in the ocean. So you have never driven a jet ski. No, at no, absolutely never. not. I, I, I've never done a lot of outdoors things. I mean, Chicago guy, my family wasn't a big, like outdoors family. We didn't do a ton of that stuff. So like, I've never been fishing. I, I mean, I've been like tubing. Can I say tubing? Tubing That's is a fun. Lake I'm like a you, lake. you don't tube in the ocean. <laughs> yeah, that would be, that'd be tough. <laughs> That's dangerous. So yeah, I mean, I've never really done much in the ocean other than, you know, spike ball on the beach and, you know, hanging out in like the shallow portion and doing some body surfing. So yeah, I have to defer to everybody else that is far more uh, experienced in the waters than myself. I love jet skis. Jet skis are great. Banana boats are also fun. If you're looking for something to do, that's fun that you don't have to do any work for besides hold on banana boats are pretty fun too, but jet skis uh, are the best because you get the adrenaline of driving it, the adrenaline of, don't mess up because you could flip you and whoever's on the back behind you into the deep blue ocean, which is kind of like a, an anxiety, you know, in exciting, nervous adrenaline ride there. Um, so yeah, I love jet skis. They're so much fun, but jet skis in the Bay are a lot easier than jet skis in the ocean. Cause the ocean's got the waves out there that you have to hit the right way. So you don't go flying or flip or tip over or get knocked over by the wave. So just, and I'm sure they'll teach you all this. Yeah. Uh, I'm not trying to make you nervous, Sam. No, you are. I'm I'm nervous going in. So like, this is, I'm just, I don't know. The, the, I was already a little bit weary of the ocean. And then, you know, the stuff that we've been seeing recently with the submarine and all the, I don't know. It's just kind of a reminder of how scary the ocean can be. Not my thing. I'm, I'm, I like two feet on land that, so this is out of my comfort zone a little bit. Yeah. It, and scary. Harry's right. It can mess you up riding jet skis on the ocean. Just make sure oh you have a little half squat there, you know, a little half squat. Don't just rely on the seat. It's going to be bumpy. Make sure you're, you're, you're protected. Uh, and then don't let off the gas when you're in the air. <laughs> Okay. Don't let off the gas when you're in the air. Don't, don't have my really butt on let, the seat, you said? Yeah, a little half squat. A little half squat. Because you want to make sure you're protected and not going to, like, you know, slam yourself into 
the seat, if you know what I mean. Um, yeah. And yeah. And if you, you can't just let off the gas, you can't, or you'll like nosedive. So you got to have to keep it going a little bit. When in doubt, keep the gas going. Okay. All right. You feel better? Um, we'll see. I got to get out there. I, I got to get my <laughs> sea legs and then we'll be, uh, we'll be good. Oh man. Uh, I'm excited to get a report from you after this. Just don't die uh, because I need you on the show tomorrow. So uh, yeah, exactly. Or, or get, and uh, we got Deandre Hopkins news soon, hopefully with for I'm mean, one way or the other, we're going to know pretty soon. And so, yeah, <laughs> I, I can't die before we, I know where Newt goes. That's right. That's right. You got to live for that one. But all right, Sam, well, I'll let you get out of here on uh, your jet ski excursion and your jet ski first experience. So I hope you have a fun time. Uh, thanks everybody for watching here again. D hop watch is heating up. So make sure you subscribe to our channel because we'll have live coverage uh, whenever that Deandre Hopkins news breaks uh, and like the show before you go. There's always more people watching uh, right now that have actually hit that like button on Facebook and YouTube. So we need you guys to please, please, please hit that thumbs up button. It does such a big difference uh, for us as a business, as a channel, Sam, good luck on your skis and we'll see you guys tomorrow morning. Buck rising, not live tonight for prime time because we'll be bowling out at cool Springs for bucks charity event. So we'll see you guys tomorrow on a Friday. Uh, catch you later.